Welcome to The Wonder Podcast. My name is Lisa Clark, and on behalf of my co-host, Chrissy Dunham, and myself, let me just say thank you for joining us today. The Wonder Podcast is for you, whether you're a man, a woman, young, older, married, single. Our mission is to encourage you and get you focused back on the wonders of our great God. Psalm 136 says, to him who alone does great wonders, and to him alone do we dedicate this episode and every episode. So whether you're in the car or on your way to work, at home watching a little one, washing dishes or binge listening on a road trip, which we've heard many of you do, we say thank you. And we pray you enjoy this episode of The Wonder Podcast. Welcome to The Wonder Podcast. I am Chrissy Dunham, and I am here with my ministry partner and friend, Lisa Clark. Woo! Listen, Lisa, the reason I'm so excited today, like I'm always excited, but I am like, I wish the people could see us. We are throwing confetti. We got balloons going. We are shouting, yay, because today we are recording. Are y'all ready for this? I don't know if you're ready. We are recording our 100th episode of the wonder podcast crowd goes wild it's exciting isn't it i'm really glad people can't see us though because i look like death warmed over so (laughs) i'm glad no one can see us but i am super excited about our 100th episode that's crazy i cannot believe it as many of you know our producer mark friedman is still in the hospital, so please continue to pray for him. He's getting better every day, but please pray for him. So we have another lady helping us uh, until he's back in business, and she told Lisa, do you realize that you're getting ready to hit your 100th episode? We didn't know, y'all. We don't keep up stuff like that. We ain't got time for that. But Tammy does. Tammy, Tammy thank Tammy, you. Tammy, she has Tammy saved Tammy is our hero. We love Tammy. Yes. So we thank do you, love Tammy. Tammy. And she's helping us out so much. And she was the one that brought this to our attention. So we're super excited about it. Tell us what we've got going on today on our special episode, Chrissy. So this is a very special collector's edition. Uh, this is one that you're going to want to save forever. Because Lisa, I am 59 years old, and there are many, many things I wish someone would have told me. Now listen, they may have told me and I didn't pay attention, or they may have told me and I thought, that's not going to happen to me. But as I made my list, we have the top 10 things that we wish someone would have told us or that we wish someone would have really emphasized and we really did it. So we're going to go over our top 10 list. That's what we're doing today to celebrate our 100th episode. And I am so excited about it because before we started, I said, I want to make sure we're not hitting the same thing. We're not. We're not at all. So we have a great, great list. If you're a young mom, if you're an older grandma, listen, it's never too late to learn. Ever, ever, ever. And these are things that we wish we'd known when we were younger. Right, Lisa? That's right. Lisa's old too. Yeah, I'm not as old as Chrissy as we all know, but 
I'm, I'm heading on up there and I continue to learn things. So should we just go ahead and kick off the list? Let's do it. Number one, Lisa. Okay. And this is, this list I think is for everyone where whatever stage of life you're in, whether what man, woman, anyone, I think this list will resonate with most everybody. So I'm going to kick off the list. My first thing is exercise is good for you. <laughs> I don't think I ever listened to anyone. <laughs> I don't think I ever listened to anyone. And um, so I'm trying to listen to people now at the ripe old age of 58, but it is good for you and we need to do it. And it's not punishment and it shouldn't be something that you dread. It should be something, you know, you've got these bodies that God has given us and we need to take care of them. And if you're young listening to me, listen to this, make sure that exercise is part of your daily or weekly routine where you're not dreading it but that you're incorporating it into your life and making it important because you don't want to get older and uh, not be in I'm not saying tip-top shape I'm just saying healthy that your uh, body doesn't work the way God intended it for it to work at whatever stage of life or whatever age you're at so exercise is really good for you Lisa like just move just Smooth. This is what I love about Lisa. She'll call and I can tell she's out walking or she'll post something that's so beautiful and you can tell she's out walking. I need to incorporate exercise in my life. I have been told that and haven't really done much about it. So thank you, Lisa, for that reminder. My, the number two, my first one is no one told me that you can't pick out your son-in-laws. Like nobody told me that. Like I knew that everybody our girls dated was a potential husband. I mean, that's just what, how it works. Anybody you date is a potential mate. And, you know, they would date different people and you would think, you know, he's a good one or he's a good one or what about him? And I don't know, moms, but have you ever tried to arrange your kids dating someone or when it starts to get serious, you're kind of just not that excited about him, but okay. And you just pray him away or you praying to stay. I know y'all know what I'm talking about because everyone has done it. And if you say you haven't, you're lying because I know you have. Well, um, I learned you can't pick them and that God does a really, really good job of picking who your girls are supposed to be with. Because when he brought us Johnny Apple and Dick Tracy, they did not fit who I wanted. But the Lord knew, and they love our daughters well. They are amazing dads. They love Jesus. They're great businessmen. All the things that I wanted our girls to have, they have. But I tried to pray it away or pray certain boys in and all this. And the Lord's like, I'm not having this. Number one, you don't tell me what to do. And um, I just want you to know as moms, if you have a daughter that's in a relationship that you don't like, you may be the problem because that's what I learned. Not that I didn't like them. It wasn't that. It's just you have this idea in your head. And y'all, God did so good. My gosh, I can't imagine life without Johnny and Dick Tracy. They are just the best, absolute best. So let God handle that. Yeah, that's a great word. We have two great sons-in-laws as well. You know, I'm married to Brad. Cameron's married to Brett and Caroline's married to Brent. So we've got the BRs, the bros. We've got the bros going here at our house, the BBB. The 
And um, we're very thankful for them. God knows what he's doing, doesn't he? We need to just trust him in all things. And he handles the details. Thank you, Lord. Okay, well, here's my uh, second one, our third on the list. Marriage is hard. And I think I heard that a lot, but you don't listen to that, right? When you're getting married and you're in love and you're going through the, the uh, you're in that honeymoon phase and, and you're like, when you hear older couples say, no, it's hard. And I know we've said it. We're saying it to oh, yeah. right now. It's yep. about getting married and we're like, no, it can be difficult. You know, you have to work <laughs> these things. And, you know, they're looking at each other smiling, going, no, not for us. It's going to be a piece of cake, but it is hard and the years go by and, and you hit some really rough, rocky patches and some valleys. And then you also hit some mountaintops and it's all worth it. It's all worth it. But marriage is hard. And as you're, as you're walking through this, and I know that there's some listening on, on here that yearn to be married. They're, they're ready to be married. And uh, we, I know what that feels like. Chris, you know what that knows what that feels like. And um, the scripture tells us that, you know, the righteous prayer, the fervent prayer of a righteous person avails much. So just keep praying, keep living the life God's called you to live. And, um, you know, you never know what's around the bin, what's around the corner for you. And I think you gave, gave a great word, Chrissy. We need to throw away the list some days. Yes. Some days we just need to throw away the list and just be expectant yes. to what God has for us. Yes. We, we need to get rid of all the lists, girls. All the lists. Thomas too. No lists. Just let God handle it. All right. Number four. No one told me that teenage girls could be fun. They just told me that it's horrible and it's the hard years and y'all it is. It is. I do not like seventh and eighth grade. Those were the worst years for me as a young woman. And those were some of the worst years for my girls. It's hard. Raising teenage girls is hard. And we're in the middle of selling our house, hopefully. And, you know, as you're packing things up and you run across things, memories start to flood your mind. And I just thought many times how they came down those stairs in an outfit that would not pass. You know, you were not going out the door in that. I don't know what you're thinking. Just turn around and go back up. And um, I made some mistakes of screaming sometimes or being very loud with my opinion. And it just created more chaos and they got chaotic and I got chaotic. And I just wish someone would have said, focus on the Proverbs 31 woman. She laughed at the days to come because it is such a short, short window. Our oldest grandson just turned 10 the other day. I'm like, oh my gosh, Katie, I mean, eight years eight years and he's gone. He will be off spreading his wings, shot out of the arrow. So laugh at the days ahead. Enjoy those teenage years and don't worry so much about things. It all works out. Even if they don't get asked to the dance, even if they don't make the team, even if they don't make cheerleader, y'all know it's not the end of the world. At the moment, it is, but we need to laugh and enjoy and just enjoy those days because they are so short. And I just wish somebody would have told me, laugh at those days ahead. Look at that verse. It, it's so true. Just enjoy the time with your kids and don't get caught up in all that he said, she said, gossip and all the ugly stuff that goes on. Because we know it's so short-lived. 
So enjoy the days with your teenagers. Enjoy them and love them and laugh and have a good time because this too shall pass. As moms, we're the heartbeat of the home. And so if we have that perspective, Chrissy, and we're in the word and we're reading Proverbs 31 and it's saying she does not, she laughs at the future. Uh, that is that is what we're supposed to be doing. We have the maturity as women to be able to do that. And our kids need to see that. Our daughters, our sons need to see us not fretting, not worrying, not getting caught up in those little bitty things that happen, happen during the day. Uh, the outfit, I mean, we had so many of those stories too. I remember when Caroline went to middle school. So she had been in elementary in the sixth grade, you know, it was middle school. And she goes in her cute little limited to outfit to school the first day. And she just looks so adorable, has a good day, comes home. The next day, she walks down with steady straps and a mini shirt and really high heels. And I'm like, what's this about? And she's like, well, this is how we dress at school now. And I'm like, well, we don't. You know, someone else might, but we don't, uh, you know, march it back up there and put on some really cute sixth grade girl clothes. Uh Uh Those are the things that we laugh about that now. But man, that can get us uptight in the moment. But hey, just stand your ground, mom. Laugh along the way. That's a great word because I think the teenage years are some of the most fun years. Watching your kids just get ready, just like you said, to soar and bloom. And, um, you know, if you don't enjoy those years and you're dreading them, then when they're gone, they're gone. So don't forget that. Those years are great years. Those, those are great years. Okay. So my next one is don't compare yourself to others. And I know we hear that a ton and comparison is the thief of joy and all the things, you know, that we hear. But man, I've made myself miserable looking over the fence with the greener grass. And that's just not what God has called us to. And that not only disappoints me when I compare myself because I'm not going to be somebody else, but it really disappoints the Lord that that's my heart. Because he's like, no, Lisa, I've created you uniquely. There's no one else walking on this earth that's just like you with your exact DNA. Why are you throwing that in my face? Why are you saying you you messed up, God, when I'm comparing myself to others and wanting to be like somebody else? And so I wish I'd grasp hold of that a little bit sooner in life. But the good part is we are still learning and we are still moving forward. Praise God. And, um, you know, understanding our identity in Christ, and that's not cliche, you guys. I mean, when we talk about Jesus Christ, we're talking about a complete person. And our DNA is that. And because of Jesus Christ, we are complete in him. We don't need to be looking at anyone else or, or for anyone else to, for, to be like them or to compare ourselves or wishful thinking and all the other kind of things. Of course, we can all, we're all a work in progress, and there's always things we can improve about ourselves. Uh, there are things that we are a product of our society sometimes, the things that we're putting in our brain and in our body and everything else. And we can make those changes that improve us and that utilize this God given vessel that, that the Lord has given us. But at the same time, um, we need to be thankful for who we are and appreciate that and not try to wish it away and on somebody else and being like the others. 
Right. And I think that the older we get, the more you appreciate who you are and you start to realize some of the pieces that the Lord put together, why you were born where you were, why you lived where you lived, why you moved where you moved, who your parents were. But my most favorite thing in Psalm 139 is when he puts that baby together, when he creates that baby at conception, at conception, when that baby started, no one knows about that baby, but the Lord for at least eight weeks, for at least eight weeks, maybe six to eight, because the girls, they can figure it out pretty quick these days. But I love that, that you were made in secret and no one knows about that baby, but the Lord, that makes me feel really special about who I am, that he created, he thought me up. Nobody else did, but he did. So I love that about him. So always remember who you are in Christ. My next one is aging parents. Lisa, no one told me that our parents would age like this. You know, we live in a time where people are living longer and uh, you and I both still have our mothers and they are both being taken care of by other people in um, assisted living homes. And I just never dreamed um, that my mom would be there. I never dreamed that we may face dementia or Alzheimer's. Um, I watched her walk through that with her mother and never in a thousand years did I realize I'd be walking that same path. Now hers is different uh, because medicines are different, times are different. Uh, they learn more and more, um, but I just never, just never thought that I would be taking care of my mother and that there's many days that the roles are reversed, um, that I'm the one making the decisions on her behalf, and um, she has an opinion, but a lot of times it's not what's best for her. Um, no one warned me about decisions like that. No one even talked about you know, your dad will be gone before your mom. And he's the one that made the decisions for everybody. Um, So, you know, not having him and just asking the Lord and the Lord reminding me that uh, I'm to honor her and respect her. And I do that the best I can. But y'all, it's hard um, having an aging parent and um, in the in these days, it's just super hard to make sure they get the best care that you can afford. And just making sure that they're taken care of. And some days you wonder, Lord, why do you leave? Why do you leave them here this long? Why, why do you allow this to go on? And you go back to Psalm 139. He wrote down all the days of their lives, just like he wrote down yours and mine. There's a reason why they're here. And I had a friend one time tell me, I think he leaves them here for you, for you to learn lessons and for you to understand more about the Lord and patience and all the things the Bible talks about, you know, not being selfish and um, all those things. So I love my mother dearly. And I just never dreamed ever that I would be taking care of her. I'm thankful um, that my dad set us up for success. And, um, you know, I'm sure he didn't even know he was doing that, but that's just how the Lord took care of us. So thankful that she's here. Uh, Pray for patience, you know, for me and her and her health and just do the best I can. So if you have parents that are aging, just know there's a road ahead that you don't know a lot about and you just take it one day at a time. Well, and as you're saying that, you know, my mom is in a, an assisted living home as well. There's five residents. I think she's, she's bedridden and she's about to celebrate her 80th birthday. So in November, 
she will be celebrating 80 years and it's not very old. She's been in, you know, taken care of in an assisted living type situation for many years now. And as you were saying that, Chrissy, it made me think, you know, when you said you had a friend that said God leaves them there here sometimes for you to learn things. And, and I think that's a great word because I think I have learned a lot being in this situation where I'm having to visit my mom and bring her things and counsel her and all of the things that go along with having an aging parent and accepting her and loving her just the place that she's at. Yes. And um, that's been, that's been not so easy every day. Right. And it really dovetails into what my next one was, was appreciate the differences in others, especially your family members. And I think sometimes it's so easy for us if, if we're not like someone or someone gets on our nerves or whatever it is, just to kind of write them off or not be with them or consider them wacky. And we, you know, I don't want to pursue that relationship or whatever, but I think it's so important for us to blend and to be with and to appreciate that everybody's different. And we're going to have a lot of differences in our family members, especially as your children get married and grow up and move on. And there's things that are going to be, you know, other people coming into the picture and we, we need to appreciate and love each of us the way we are and accept that and yes. be okay with that and stretch ourselves a little bit mm. and uh, understand that, you know what, you're not, our family's not perfect and everyone else is crazy. That's not the situation. <laughs> <laughs> we say that a lot in our little family. We're not the problem. Well, we might be. No, I don't know. We might be the problem. So, and, and we all might be the problem, right? Because we're used to doing things a certain way and blah, blah, blah. So, blend and bring people in and appreciate the differences. It's not a bad thing. That's right. That's right. Um, my next thing, Lisa, is hormones. Did anybody talk to you about what all your body would be going through during these days as we've aged? I mean, I remember Mary Anderwall, for those of you that know Mary Anderwall, I asked her one time, I said, do you, do you ever get over hot flashes? Do you ever get over not being hot? And she just looked at me and said, I don't think so. Well, that didn't give me a lot of excitement about the days ahead um, because I uh, feel like I've experienced it all. And um, my doctor and I have chosen to go all natural. So I'm on nothing. And some days I wonder if that's the smart thing to do, but that's what we're doing. And, but no one really warned me. And I've been on some funny text threads about what women are doing and what they're thinking, what they're taking and all of this. And um, I just have to giggle that, you know, the Lord did this so that we could have life and be part of producing life. So the small little inconveniences that we go through are just not that big of a deal when you look at those grandkids and you look at your own kids and you think that, you know, God left us uh, some instructions and that was to fill the world, fill the world with warriors for him. And if this is the small price that we have to pay to do that, that's some days I have to look at it, but I giggle because it's, you 
how it's going to act. And um, it's just something that you have to educate yourself on. Everybody is so, so different. So just because a friend does one thing doesn't mean that's going to work for you. And, you know, then it takes days and sometimes months to figure out if it's even going to work for you and all that stuff, waking up at three in the morning and all the crazy things that go on. Sometimes you just have to get up and hang out with the Lord and just be exhausted the rest of the day, but it's worth it. And um, I just wish somebody would have sat down and really explained to me. And then I started thinking, well, I don't know that anybody even has the answers. I don't even know what I tell a younger woman uh, that's going to walk through all this. I don't even know what you say because everything's so different and it's so ever changing. Um, just be aware. So crazy things are going to happen to your body. Just crazy things that you never dreamed of or imagined that they didn't teach you in fourth and fifth grade when they had the other talk with women or with little girls. Um, but no one took the time to talk about what's ahead. So just beware, ladies, you younger ones. There's some fun days ahead. Remember how we talked about laugh at the days ahead? This is another area that you're going to have to laugh. You're going to have to, you know, it's the best medicine. You're just going to have to laugh your way through it and figure it out. So I just wish somebody would have told me how that works. Well, no one's going to tell a fourth or fifth grader about hormones in hot flashes. <laughs> so <laughs> that's why you didn't hear it. I'm just saying, I know I wouldn't hear it there, but they, they, there needs to be another talk somewhere down the road. I don't know where it is. Well, Maybe that's something I need to take up. Okay, I'll tell I'll tell people something about that. So keep keep an ovary. Let me just say that keep an ovary. Keep one or two of those ovaries, girls. Otherwise, woo, fun times. Nobody told me to keep an ovary. I just come out of there, and that old man that did it. Yeah, he didn't tell me. He didn't, didn't say a word. Oh my word. Yeah, it is a fun fun time. Hormones are a fun time. You're more of a woman than I am if you're going all natural. I wear a patch, ladies and gentlemen. I wear a patch. And it there does. are a lot of gentlemen listening. I know. I'm sorry, but patches are life. Okay. Here's my last one. This is kind of cliche, but it's true. And I'm watching my daughters experience this as they look at their kids just growing up so fast, but life is speeding by. Enjoy every minute. It really is. Life is going by too fast. You guys too fast. And Chrissy y'all is almost 60. And so her life is just really Lisa, Why do we have to bring that up right now? Her life is Number one so fast y'all is ask the Lord to slow it down for her a little bit, but her life is going really fast. She just froze up too. So that was just perfect timing. <laughs> I think I might have lost her. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm here, Lisa. I'm here. I hear every word you're saying. Okay. But life is speeding by. Enjoy the minutes. And I think that's so important for us to talk about just the gift of today and what a, what a gift it is to have today. We don't know what tomorrow holds. It's not cliche. We don't know if God's going to give us tomorrow. So what today do you have? Have you told the people that you in your life that you love them? Have you laughed? Have you given God the thanks and the glory for your life? All of these things just make life so much rich, richer when we look at life that way. And we're like in the moment. And I always compare it to Christmas night when all the packages are opened, our bellies are full. We're sitting around the tree, maybe watching a movie and all your family's by. That is that moment when you're like, okay, every, all is good in the world, right? 
And every day is a gift. Every day is Christmas night. And because we do not know what tomorrow holds, so we just need to enjoy every minute. What's your last one, Chrissy? My last one is I wish someone would have really told me to trust in the Lord. And I know growing up in church, I heard it, I sang it, but I don't know that I really got it until I got older in my years and that I do totally trust him. I think growing up and when I was younger, I would trust him with parts of my life, but not everything. So that verse in Proverbs that says, trust in the Lord with all your heart is where I live today. Um, I am not a worrier and um, I really don't worry about anything because I know that he has me in his hands. He has my family in his hands and uh, we may walk some ugly paths, but I know he's with us. I know that he never lets us go. I know that he gets in the boat with us when the waters are rough. And I know that he'll see us to the other side. I just go back to the Bible and read story after story after story of how he took care of his people. And he's not going to quit now. So ladies and gentlemen, trust the Lord with all your heart, all the time, all the time. And I know it's not going to be perfect. And he said that there's going to be trouble and there's going to be tribulations. There's going to be things that we go through, but he is with us. And I totally trust him with all my heart. And I think that's a great thing to end on is trust the Lord, sing it, pray it, ask him to give you the courage to do it. Um, that you truly, truly trust him. And when you do, life is just all different. So coming from a, I'm not even close to 60 yet, year old woman, um, that would be my closing remarks on this 100th episode of Wonder. Those are great closing remarks. And just like our friend Cynthia Yanoff said, if you're having a hard time trusting the Lord, if you're not seeing him in your life, then borrow a story from the Bible. Borrow one of those stories where you can claim that for your own life and you'll start to see God working and, and doing something in your life as well. So I love to end on that one. I think it's a great one. Happy 100th episode, Chrissy. You too, Lisa. And shout out to all of our great listeners. I, I haven't even had a chance to share with Lisa. I got a text this morning about an episode that a a listener listened to and her husband listened to it with her. And then I heard some folks from Alabama this week. So y'all thank you so much for listening to us and giving us an opportunity to enter your lake houses and your living rooms and your walking trails and all the places that you take us with you as you drive to work. I know of teachers that listen to us on their way in. So thank you for allowing us to serve you. And I am in wonder of what God will do next. Thanks for listening.